0: Hello, my friends. In this episode, I want to talk about Facebook, social media, and conformity. You know, whenever ever anybody uses Facebook, uh, they think it's the ultimate. Like, uh, and if you're not on Facebook, uh, there's something wrong with you. But I just don't think a private company such as Facebook or the other ones should have uh such a high social function, it should be more regulated by the government, or uh, there should be other competitors besides Facebook. I mean, other people competing with Facebook. I know Facebook will say they have competitors, but uh, uh, our government investigators don't really believe that, and the same as the Europeans don't. But I think, really, it is a conforming... uh, uh, thing because uh, well what does Facebook have when someone posts something you have a like uh, in other words people are thinking that uh, they're doing things right if if uh, their behavior conforms to other people's opinions of it uh, and then we in America have a real big problem with that but also on the other hand I guess it's so easy for people to drop that digital dime where they, uh, they're they anonymous out there somewhere and <coughs> they will just come up with an idea and put it online and uh, they don't really care what kind of effect it has on people. But it is not really a deep intellectual medium. I mean, uh, and it's not a really a good place to have a conversation with people. You don't really, you can't really meet anybody there. And uh, it all must be seen as just a way of uh, people putting opinions out there and uh, maybe they'll be approved and maybe they'll attract controversy. But I don't think they're going after any kind of truth. Uh, they're just trying to prove each other right or wrong. And that is typical, I'm afraid, in and when people discuss things. And just the idea that how many friends you have means a better person you are on Facebook. Uh, I just think the focus is wrong there. But could this have happened uh, before, say, the Reagan era, when conformity really became a problem in America? What if we had Facebook or uh, those other social... uh, media, as they say, in the 1960s. What could have happened? But then again, the 1960s may not have been as liberal or open as many people think. Sure, at the time, there were pockets of uh, liberal activity, like uh, especially San Francisco, and it did have a cultural effect later. But I think in the 1960s, uh, America wasn't, wasn't as uh, free or radical as many people would assume. That was just shown by the fact that Americans, for the main port, part, supported the Vietnam War through most of its uh, experience there. In other words, we were involved in a conflict uh, that was based on false premises... And Americans still went along with it, for the most part, without really questioning it. Here again, you have a powerful idea, and my latest book is about this. It's called Questioning Premises. If you want to find a book that will really change the way you see the world, get a copy of it on Amazon. because I know it changed my life reading it. But if you read that book, you will never uh, look at things the same way, and uh, it will give you a way to discover truth, not just about the world, but um, about yourself. <clears throat> what that book shows is that just so many people... Um, and nations, in fact, argue from premises that are just never questioned as to their validity. A couple of the big ones that I deal with in the book are the definition of the word democracy. Uh, capitalism, uh, is it good or or is it bad? Have we really deeply examined that? So... Uh, I think you'd be pleased with that book, my friends. But getting back to social media, uh, yeah, I think the difficult thing about that is that uh, it encourages people to believe that uh, they are all right if people like them. I think that is very discouraging to creativity. And also most people pasting things on Facebook or even Instagram uh, kind of bragging about their what they do in their life. Uh, Why should people really care? And then a lot of it, of course, centers around celebrities uh, and the American public's fascination with celebrities. And uh, I think it's worse here than any country in the world. Uh... Perhaps it started with the Kardashians, I don't know. <laughs> but um Yeah, I think it's uh but, but I think the big thing is that there's just such pressure out there to be on Facebook and Instagram and uh I really wonder what the the full social function of these things uh, are. because I really <clears throat> don't think that it's bringing people together. Uh, you know, uh, are, the, are the friends that you have on Facebook really your friends? Probably not. And if you are just discussing things on Facebook, uh, I don't think that gets the job done. But it reminds me of that book that the Harvard professor Robert Putnam wrote uh, bowling alone when he noticed a big change in American culture when uh, people just stopped bowling, you know, the bowling lanes. Now they just sit at home and uh, keep their world as, uh, and he wrote this before the internet, I believe, this book. Uh, People just sit at home and uh, try to control their world now and it's become even worse with the, the internet and the Facebook because people can just uh, see who they want to see and if, if they don't like you they can delete you or whatever but I think it has just given too much importance like are you on Facebook and uh <coughs> how many followers do you have uh Oh, you got to be on Facebook. You know, the, see, the whole thing in our nation is that um, the more people like you, or the more products you sell, or that's better than uh, uh, not having anything or something. I mean, that's the ultimate goal. You got to have more and more and more. And so, uh, you start a business. They say you're on, You got to be on Facebook, right? Because more people got to know about you. I mean, why are we so obsessed with uh, going from 10 to 20 or 20 to 50? Uh, I mean, I think we've got to get that out of our mindset here if we are going to create a more livable culture. Facebook and these other social media things just build upon this. The idea that... uh, The more likes you have, or are you going viral? That means you're better than the people that just have one view. And so we we have a real problem with that here. But then again, here is that, that is another unquestioned premise. The premise is, more is better. More money, more Facebook views, more Instagram, whatever. But is that really true? And we have to ask that question, you know. Um, but it's all just after approval. You, you get a million hits on Facebook, and then what, you need more and more and more. I mean, uh, our country, we have a problem with that. And I think the main overall thing that it does is uh, it prevents us from taking care of our people better. It's the whole idea here is that everybody has to be a millionaire and if you're not a, there's something wrong with you so uh, but I think the bottom line is we have to step back and say um, is, this, is this drive towards bigger numbers GDP or income numbers Facebook views uh, YouTube uh, views and uh, is more better. What I would suggest to people is that uh, you have to step off that, uh, that course. You just have to say it doesn't matter like me if I publish a book and I can't really be concerned whether anybody reads it. The main thing I have to be concerned with whether I'm getting my ideas out there. So uh, so I think all in all, the social media encourages conformity. And uh, I think for America to move ahead in just many areas, we have to encourage individuality and creativity and begin to value each individual, not based on <coughs> how many followers he has on Instagram or Facebook. Thank you. Thanks for your listening. Bye.